Welcome to the podcast. I am photographer Sid Caesar, and I'm designer Srise, and we are coming to you. Uh, we're a few years older than we were on our last podcast. Are we now? Yes, we are, and that's because it seems the like last time has passed. Yes, yes, we've gone through a pandemic. Uh, we're still going all, through. A yeah, pandemic. we're still going through a pandemic. Uh, last time we did a podcast was March of 2020, and today is uh, Thursday, September 22nd. 2022 yeah so it's been over two years uh since our last podcast yeah yeah a lot of crazy shite going on yep yes yeah how are you good yourself <laughs> how you been for the last two years uh been maintaining yeah uh, been doing a lot of <laughs> software stuff so it, to me it, it didn't really change because i work from home anyway yeah um, and I work all virtual and, and stuff. So it was not that much of a change other than like I started ordering uh, delivery groceries. Yeah. <laughs> so are you still doing groceries. that? Actually, no, not, I'm not doing it anymore. I used to use uh, Hannah for you know, the local supermarket that's down the street. Yep. Um, either I'd go late at night you know, uh, or uh, I would I use their delivery service initially. Yeah, but I've actually started using another one. Uh, there's this Asian one that started delivering to Nashua recently before you couldn't get it. Oh, and so that you can get all like the the interesting Asian vegetables. Like you can get the you can get some bok choy. You can get Chinese broccoli, which is like hard to find here. Yeah, um, and you, also all these other Asian things that uh, even the um, local Asian super uh, Asian market like, don't have doesn't have. Are they from the area or like? Are they bringing stuff up from Boston? or I don't know. I think they must have some sort of regional Boston area or they're serving the suburbs. Wow. I mean, there there are a lot of Asians that moved north of Boston in the past 10 years, so maybe there's more of a, a market for it now. Yeah. But before, like, you could only get, like, you know, dry goods you know, mm-hmm. from this site. Um, but uh, And it was all regional. So if you were using the site from California, they had all this stuff that you can't get here, and they still do, but... But now I can get they get vegetables and they're much cheaper actually than if I buy them in the supermarket. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Um, so it's like I can get this giant thing of spinach for like three dollars. It's like a <laughs> three pounds. Or, it's not that. But that's it's not like that nobody cheap. eats spinach. So yeah. Oh, I've been trying to eat more vegetables because you know health and and stuff. <sighs> yeah. Health. So I guess uh, yeah. So so how how do you how have you been maintaining? Uh, the same. Th- I'm just hanging in there, trying to survive. Trying to survive. Yeah. The pandemic was just brutal. Yeah. yeah. Did you get sick? So, uh, I no, I have not, knock on wood. Yeah, neither have um, so so, And neither have my folks, which has been oh, difficult because I haven't been able, I haven't been seeing them as frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, we, we've been trying to be safe, which which you would think two people that like to go to flea markets every Sunday morning and, and just surrounded by people that, you know, mostly don't believe in the pandemic and don't like to wear masks and everything. You'd think we would have gotten it by now, but we've been trying to be extra safe. Yep. yep. Do you mask up and stuff? Yep. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not going to let no pandemic stop me between me and my flea market crap. (laughs) Are you afraid of ghost? No. And we've been going to to larger ones now. Yep. um, Which has just been completely ridiculous. So, usually we go to the the closest one, which is the Hollis flea market. Yep. And then to spice things up this year, we we go every other weekend, we'll go to a bigger one. So there are two really big ones. There's one down in Grafton, Massachusetts, and there's one in uh, Gardner, Massachusetts. So what we'll do is we'll do Hollis one week, then we'll do Gardner the next week, then we'll do Hollis the next Mm. week, then we'll do Grafton. But what's been happening is because the local one is becoming more and more antiques, we've been going 
to these other two large ones more often. Um, and so it's been throwing off like the amount of stuff that I've been buying. So they come, so I bought, I bought two years ago, I bought a giant USPS mail carrier bag. What? I've always wanted one. I thought they were awesome. I thought they would be yeah. perfect for flea markets because you could just throw. So I bought that. And then when we have been going to Hollis, you know, usually I'll pick up like five, six movies, a couple CDs or whatever. Right. All the times we've been going down to these larger ones, I'm coming back with the bag is completely full. And That's I'm, it's like 28 good. to 40 movies. It's ridiculous. But they're so cheap and they're so good. Mm. Um, so we're completely out of shelf space on our porch where we keep all our movies and they're all st- like they, the whole bathroom window is blocked because there's just movies stacked. In front oh, of man. So we've got to build a couple of more shelves, but it's it's really good stuff. And I've, I've been the this year I started reading because I was thinking about like in the late 90s was like the independent film movement. Yeah. And I saw a lot of that stuff in the theaters and stuff. So I've been buying up all these books that are based on 90s independent films. Oh. And then when I'm at the flea markets, I've been trying to pick up ones that I've missed. Mm. Um, so that's a lot of the purchases are just like little indie flicks. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they came out on DVD. A lot of them have never been on Blu-ray and everything. So that's a lot of stuff that we stop, stop, stock up on and everything like that. And then there's just like the sellers at these larger places. There's just one guy down in Gardner where like every week he, he just has this giant U-Haul van and it's just boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of movies. Um, and a lot of it was all this weird independent stuff. So huh. it's been awesome. So it's been a blessing and a curse. Um, but yeah, that hasn't gone away. Mm-mm. Yay. A blessing and the curse. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess it sounds like our lives have been otherwise pretty boring. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, I mean, it's been nice for intro like Sarah is my wife is fairly introverted. So yeah. she likes it because she's been working from home, although she's been going back to the more the office more in the last, you know, 3 or 4 months, but um, she loved working from home. Like, you know, she just, she didn't have to deal with a lot of people face to face. Yeah. So I yeah. think for introverts, they were just like, yes. Like they were just waiting for this to happen. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I did notice that too. Yeah. Like you but, must've been, you must've been kind of like, oh, this is nice. I don't have to leave. I don't have to talk to people. Like, yeah. I guess because like, there's been a few interesting developments in the past two years as far as, uh, I, I finally got, uh, this saw someone to see if I had ADHD or not. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so like they think I do yep. and I've been researching it and so forth. But then on some other interesting bonus diagnoses <laughs> I got with it, or I also, uh, the, um, I, I saw this, um, at the time local, uh, what's the term? P M H N P dash B C, uh, which has psychi- psychological mental, health nurse practitioner board certified wow so you're not a psychiatrist or a psychologist but someone who is uh is uh i guess certified to do evaluations of people uh to and then uh uh prescribe medicine okay for that so i think that's 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 their their jam and they are they they evaluate you to see what your what particular impairment you have, like what is it that you have, are you having difficulty doing? Yeah. Like if it's getting up in time or, you know, whatever. And then like they will monitor the dosage of medicine to they try to get it optimal. That's, that's, you know, what, what, uh, what her, uh, approach is. Cause I didn't know I had to ask, what do you actually, what do you do? I mean, how does this work? And then I was like, cause I always, I'm always need to know that sort of stuff. But like, <laughs> so the bonuses like you, I'm, um, Possibly on the autistic spectrum. 
Mm-hmm. And the other one is having generalized anxiety disorder or GAD. Oh. So like <laughs> I have like this the holy trinity of all these <laughs> ADHD, ASD, and um, uh, whatever the last one was GAD. Um, and you know these aren't these aren't like you know crippling diagnoses by any means, but just it's but interesting to see just see like okay that the tendency I have to not to want to talk to people or people you know not making sense to me. Um, you know, this could be an autism autism spectrum thing. What would be called autism level one, huh. which used to be called Asperger's in oh, the old okay. di- the old um, diagnostic manual. Yes, the, the old DSM four. <laughs> we are up to DSM five, and they have replaced Asperger's with uh, level one. Okay, and uh, you know, so like, and there's some people who are not happy about that because uh, it sort of smushes a whole bunch of stuff into it into one. Yeah. So then the DSM is, is a diagnostic manual. It just says, like, these patterns, it could be this. It doesn't actually tell you who you are or whatever. Right. There's a tendency for people to think, like, oh, my God, I have you this, and now, like, my life is over. But no. It's it's a bunch of guesses. <laughs> uh, but it's been useful just for seeing, you know, what uh, some of the, the patterns of difficulties that I've had. You know, so now there's a body of work I can go and read about right. and see, like, well, how is this, how have other people dealt with it? Uh, and so forth. So, like you, know, being on the maybe being on the autism spectrum, um, you know, not having to deal with people who don't make sense to me is is a big relief. <laughs> um, and uh, also, it's and in the I forgot what I was going to say the anyway. So, like, yes, yeah, so it was like it for me. It didn't, wasn't a big change. And back in 2016, I had started a virtual co-working discord server in the first place. And so I was already hanging out there and we had more people mm-hmm. afterwards, not a huge amount of people. Cause we don't advertise it. You know, people only stumble upon it. If like, if they've wished really hard right. for a place like this <laughs> and they've Googled for it and then they, they come in and they, they had to agree to the thing. And if they had to read a lot. Um, and so it's been, it's been, it's been pretty good. Um, uh yeah so i am with sarah on this good <laughs> yeah how, how about you? you people like people um, like being around people you know like people i think i fall into this sort of introvert extrovert kind of thing uh-huh. if if i like if i had my druthers i'd really want to sort of just close circle around like my dear friends yep because like, yep. i just those are just the people i enjoy right and I, I can, I can perform well enough in front of people. Um, and I guess there's, it's weird. Like I like being around people, but at the same time, I'd just rather be home with my cats and, and, you know, eating hamburgers with my buddies. Um, but there's also, because of my profession, there's also this sort of level of extrovert where I have to keep people mm-hmm. entertained and amused and, you know, mm-hmm, they're, mm-hmm. I've got to make sure that their needs are met. And, and a lot of that is communication. Um, and I, I also see it as like it's really exhausting when I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I can just sort of get into this zone. Like Sarah likes it because she can just stand behind me and she just lets me go. Like yep. if we go yep. out in public and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of that that I enjoy. Um, but by the end of the conversations or whatever, I'm just like I need I have to go to bed. Like I'm just yeah. it's it's exhausting. It's really really exhausting mm-hmm. to sort of mm-hmm. turn it on and keep it turned on and keep mm-hmm. people's attentions. And that was a little bit of why I kind of got burnt out on doing my workshops was just trying to entertain that many people for, you know, and my workshops would go fairly long. So like eight yep, to 12 yep. hours, 
that's a that's a lot of you know yeah. being a performer yeah um and so i think i burnt out on that a little bit i had to yeah. sort of step back yeah yeah i have the same issue it's when i would say that i'm naturally introverted but i do like I see the real world as a source of all the interesting inputs that I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like it. And it turns out I actually like people, but it's also very draining. Yes. Um, and so I actually have to plan around that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, if I'm going to, if I did like a workshop or have, even if I had to go someplace, I'm pretty much playing on the next, the rest of the day. It doesn't know how long, if it's like, if it's like a doctor visit or if I'm going to the supermarket you know, there's there's going to be a downtime afterwards because like, this is partly an ADHD thing because my brain has just been like hit with all these inputs. I was just buzzing and processing mm-hmm. them all. Mm-hmm. And then also it's like I just, you know, find it draining, but exciting. Yeah. Uh, and there's this recovery period. Uh, like a few years ago, I, I was tracking time very diligently to see uh, at the time, the, the experiment was to see how much time did I spend producing things versus consuming things. Um, and because I, I was just thinking like, you know, we, we watch a, a blockbuster movie, like in like 90 minutes, yep. 80 minutes, 90 minutes. And that was like, you know, $250 million worth of effort <laughs> right. crammed into that with thousands of people yep. like working on this for all. You know. And I'm thinking like, the, so the per second effort to enjoy it. And then it was just, oh, that movie sucked. Right, know. right, and, and so it's easy. And, and, and that 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 asymmetry applies to like things that we're doing. Like people look at a picture that you're taking; they're not seeing like the years of experience, like, right. the tweaking, the setting up, and all this sort of stuff. They go, eh, eh, I, I could do, you know. That. And phone. so, like, you know, so I was thinking, like, what is my ratio of of, of production to consuming? And it was, I was just kind of curious. Um, and I noticed, like, uh, that when I went out, this is when I first noticed the, the draining pattern. Um, if I, for, on the average for every 30 minutes of interaction with a direct interaction with a person, I needed, uh, eight times that amount to recover from it on wow. average. So like if it was, if I was out for a whole day, four hours, that's like four times, uh, that's eight times. It's like, it's like three or four days until like oh. my mind simmers down it seemed to be kind of like at the baseline calm where they could do something that was difficult well they would now call the deep work something that requires a lot of concentration um otherwise like my brain is just kind of bouncing all over the place um hmm. so i actually probably need to review that again because i'm not sure if i did it right but see but like i think we're both introverts and we do we do like the people that are around us yeah um and but it, it has to be the right people and on the right, right right wavelength. I mean, it's 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 great to be around artists or creators because they kind of get something. For me, also, and I I wonder if this is an autism spectrum thing. There's a certain kind of intensity that I like to have around people or with certain people, um, uh, just to kind of go like you know really deep and fast and intense on like a subject. Yeah, and um, if I don't get that back from someone then it's like it's like it, it, it's just like you know, deflating yeah it used to be deflating but now i recognize that like the world that there's not a match in that kind of intensity that the I'm energy for. yeah 
and it tends to come from other people who are on the spectrum you know so huh. you know so someone who's like you know the stereotypical thing is like someone who's really into like you know ships or something like that and like if you're and an autistic kid might just memorize all the facts for it and like people think oh like that's like rain man but no it's, <laughs> they're just interested i think right. I, I think that there's just a higher level of intense interest that is expressing because like you don't see yeah and i thought that just everyone had a secret version of that but like now i'm not so sure hmm. uh, and then you know for you you're looking maybe for something that's a little bit different than that I mean, I think you appreciate intensity, especially if it's a shared intensity. So, like, if we can geek out about stuff, we can go on 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 about that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just different areas. Um, but I, you know, I think the the loving milk of human kindness is maybe something that you're looking for. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, it's not. It's nice to be around nice people yes. who are doing cool things for each other. Yeah. And that's the kind of community I want to be part of, yeah. and want to figure out how to make. Um, yeah, so it's yeah. You know, I've been thinking a lot about this recently, like you know, how to, the the nature of my work. The, the reason why I went and got the ADHD diagnosis is because I was just getting really frustrated. Like you know, if I do have ADHD, I wonder if are there are mitigations for me not being able to follow through with those bigger, longer projects, like mm-hmm. you know, setting up an e-commerce business thing. So I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff in the future. So right. it's just always being there, or calling bookstores or, you know, things like that, yeah. you know, or just remembering to do that. It's not that I remember, I keep lists so I can look them up, but I just don't want to do them. <laughs> um, and so like, is this an issue with that thing? And then also I was having a lot of problems. Like you know, I was doing this programming project for the past three years. Um, that was actually really difficult for me. It was like a bunch of stuff I had never done before. And uh, the schedule was kind of unrealistic. We didn't realize how unrealistic it was until like we got through the first third of it. So it's like, but we thought we would be like almost done by now. <laughs> no, uh-huh. We were only a third of the way through it. And now there's these, these other things that are coming up. And at the time I was having a, a lot of difficulty focusing and I had to come up with different ways of, uh, of trying to, uh, work work around that um you know i would get these massive headaches during the day um and i was like am i depressed about this i would i would have to make sure that i was always constantly talking to someone about what i was doing Mm -hmm. and that's when i realized that like i think people really are more part of my process than i realized i thought like wouldn't it be great if i got to shut myself in my room and like not talk to anybody and just come out to eat and just (laughs) just work on these things but every time i've made that possible Mm -hmm. and nothing would happen it was like maddening um hmm. you know so anyway i'm just i'm kind of rambling now but no, it's good. the general idea is that you know there's this i guess we're looking for the ideal i guess social situation that yeah. is empowering yeah and it'll be interesting to see what happens recently because of covid and just everybody's been shut in and there's been a, a complete lack of connection with other people and everything like that so yeah it's yeah. And it's how, how do you balance that even though, you know, I mean, this pandemic pandemic is still going on and people are still getting sick and people are still dying. So how do you control uh, your surroundings so that you can still be with people, but at the same time remain yeah. safe? It's kind of a big relief not to have to, <laughs> to go. I mean, I, 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 I'm of two minds. Yesterday, like I was, for some reason, I was looking through my LinkedIn profile no. and I was looking through the connections. I don't know who half these people are. Yeah, it's. And, 
And then as I worked through it and just noticed, like, oh, there's this thing that says, like, you, who else knows them? I could say, oh, well, these are all people I met at conferences back in 2005 and 2006 and never talked to again. <laughs> um, so I actually just removed. Did you? Yeah, Did, I removed, yeah. I removed, anyone who I didn't know or had talked to, I remember, like, and I, I removed them from the list. Um, and there, I, I removed some people that were actually, you know, kind of big wigs, but I, I couldn't speak to them. Right. You know, like, right. or like, like the, the, the test was like, if I couldn't recommend them for something because I had worked with them or talked to them or knew them, then I didn't want to be connected with right. them. Right. Um, or I, or I felt I shouldn't be connected to them. Which is the whole purpose of LinkedIn is to, originally, to, to, yeah. to connect people that know each other. Yeah. Originally it was, business. but now it's, it's like collecting Pokemon. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I still get like random connection requests and I'm like, I don't know who you, like, I don't know who you are. Like, who yeah. are you? Yeah. <laughs> trying to build contacts or something um yeah like i always try to say, are they a recruiter and they're just trying to like grow their recruiting farm yeah um but yeah so like i might actually start posting on linkedin again like well i never but at the time there used to not be a thing to post to on linkedin you right. just have the profile but yeah it's, it's kind of turned into the pseudo facebook thing yeah i quit facebook last year mm-hmm. i think it was yeah really haven't missed it yeah um, <laughs> But. it is it's it's dismal it's it is turning into a I, like i use the example of like local local groups that are to our town city yep um and it's just it's i think all of the i think all of the smart people have left those groups because they're tired of these just mean people that post mean things and they just want to get into arguments and insult people mm. and i think they've all left and now the only people on these groups that are left are these mean people so it's just it's just a constant stream of just, you know, like people being mean. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's just turned into a, it's a cesspool. Mm. <laughs> so everyone listening to this who are on Facebook, they're friends with you. Like, I think I'm in the cesspool. Nothing no. personal. Nothing personal. It's just. Yeah. Just, I, I just found it like really kind of distracting. It's um, really distracting. The amount of time that you end up spending on there and just endlessly scrolling and. Yeah, yeah. What do they they call it? Doom scrolling now. Doom like, scrolling. Yeah. I mean, like I think some people do that too because there's a kind of affirmation and like, at least feeling seen or being part of a virtual scene. Yeah. Um, and like I was mentioning earlier that like there's a certain kind of intensity I'm looking in people. Mm-hmm. Like and so like I, I found that was kind of lacking for me on Facebook. It was nice to just see everyone like you sharing things like this, but it was more of a it was sort of was draining in the same kind of way that when you're and like I'm out and about and have to um, mm-hmm. just act normal, I guess. <laughs> oh, there's a term for that. It's called masking. Oh, okay. So that like, makes sense. So like you, it's like fitting in. There's another term that's related to it called code switching, which okay. is like uh, are you familiar with that? It's I've heard it, but I don't. I don't think I know. Yeah, thing. it's it's so like we let's say like there's a certain way you talk to like uh, someone you respect at some place okay or uh, versus when you're at home talking to it, it, usually it's in the context of like like a minority who you know, has to uh act a certain way yeah um but yeah or yeah, for example like if i'm out and about and talking to like you know it's sort of like a, a mixed group of, of people in new hampshire <laughs> so like if you go to a networking event yeah if i go to a networking event or something like that or, or just any kind of social event and um most of the people there uh, were born and raised in New Hampshire and have never 
been outside the country, for yep. example, and are you know are white, and then I pop up, <laughs> and then like oh, there is someone like an exotic being here. It used to be that a lot like that, like you know, twenty years ago. Yeah. So like there was just no Asian people yeah. around here, and then you get questions like, you know, where are you from originally? And like, oh, your English is so good. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know. So uh, and so, so there's kind of a well, you know, this this is a slightly different issue, but but like code switching is like you have to like you know, speak a certain way to be to fit in with the society that you are dealing with, mm-hmm. um, versus like you know, like how you might otherwise just being want yourself. to be. Yeah, because but you have to do it because uh, for I guess social survival reasons. Okay, something like that. I'm doing a bad job of explaining. Go Google it, everybody. <laughs> Go find out what it really means. Social. Code switching, and the Code other one was masking. So yeah, masking is a thing that uh, autistic people do as well. It's, okay, and I didn't know this was a thing, and I didn't think I did it too. But like I was thinking about, oh, well, maybe I do. And the idea is like, uh, I mean. If I think of it for me, I have always thought like you know, I wasn't very social or well socialized, and I didn't understand why people were saying things. It's not because I couldn't see their emotion; it's because their emotion didn't match what they were saying. Mm. You know, and so yep. that's like you. Know, and it's it has been kind of gratifying to see some other people on the spectrum saying like, "Yeah, this is the issue I have with you. Know, why are people lying all the time to me? Right. Right. They're saying this, but I can tell that they aren't thinking that." um and and so and you know so to and like you for some people like you i don't feel like smiling but i have to smile you know all the time you know um and so they had to put on this kind of thing and then they get home they're drained they go oh. yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like this is, there's some cool like our cartoons uh there's some comic artists that uh illustrate these concepts which is where i've been getting getting them from <laughs> Yeah, so it's been very interesting. Anyway, I know I keep going on about this, but that's good. Yeah, let's see, we have about um, how come this is in time? Oh, it's uh, there's a time marker. It's over twenty six minutes in, so we have about four minutes to go. Is this still set up so that the music kicks in? Yeah, it should still be very nice and stuff like that. Yes. Um, Oh, we need to like change the name of the podcast because I don't go by Dave anymore. Right. Yeah. So right. also I can't actually access and edit the podcast listing on Apple anymore <gasps> for some reason. The account is screwed up. Oh no. I mean I can so like I can log into it. Uh, but we set this podcast up so long ago <laughs> that the systems have changed three or four times. So it's something that's just borked. And they said, Go oh. do this and fix it. And so it's like I can't see it. Like this is what I see. And it says, Oh, and so then I had to go do this long extended version of it, and I just haven't had the energy right. to do it. Uh, we should maybe still be able to post it because it's still automatically grabbing things, but we can't okay. edit the name for it. So we're going to have this. It might just be easy to restart it. Yeah. Um, Use that as the archive and then start a, yeah, a new Yeah, start a new one. So we'll, we'll, 2.0. We'll, yeah, we'll record a bunch of these things. Oh, there's the music. <gasps> we'll, we'll start recording a bunch of these things like today just to, to pad things out. We'll, yeah. just, we'll Netflix or like release them go. all. People can the, binge. <gasps> binge. Binge. That's it. We just we, binge we, things out. Yes, binge was did not exist back when we were there. Before. Yeah, yeah. So, 
I guess we can talk about the name thing too. And, and then also I have this big box of uh, DVDs I'm going to get rid of. And yes, I want to go through to, all stuff. You know, like Sid reacts. To, yes. Yeah. <laughs> dude, like, why are you thinking, why are you getting rid of this? I know. I'm peeking around the corner too. Why? I'm like, what's it doing over there? Yeah. Good. All right. All right. Well, we'll do that next. Uh, yep, yep, so yep, we're going to yep. wrap this one up. Um, we're going to wrap it up. So until rap, 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 uh, episode two. This is photographer Sid Caesar. And I am designer Saria. Sweet. So, say, yeah, okay. Good. Uh, we'll see you next time. I guess so. Yeah. If, if, there's still like 90 seconds. Of, oh, is it? Do you well, know how long this, this is? Oh, yeah, that's right. Have you heard from Michael Ballar recently? No, he's been kind of quiet. Uh, I just saw a recent Instagram post by him. Oh, it was good. the first one that he's made in a couple of years, I think. Yeah. He's traveling with, he was uh, announcing that he was with some traveling band and they were in California and that okay. they were playing tonight. But the last time I saw him in person was years ago. Right. He was opening, he was the keyboard player for the Magpie Salute, um, which was uh, a bunch of the guys from the Black Crows. Oh, wow. And I guess the brothers were in charge of the Black Crows and they had a fight and they broke up. So one of these guys made this Magpie Salute. The keyboard player was the original player for the Black Crows, and yeah. like two weeks before the tour, he died. No. Yes. So these people were like, I know Michael Ballar. He's a fantastic keyboardist. You mm. need to call him. And so he was in on the tour, and he toured all over the oh, world. That's great. Was, yeah. So that was the last time I really saw him and everything. He was at Hampton Beach. Uh-huh. So we went and saw him. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And but he's, this is where the wonderful Yeah. So this music, music our intro and closing music, is graciously provided by Michael Bellar. And you can visit him at michaelbellar.com. <laughs> he still remembers this. He's going to get back. <laughs> Maybe we should remind him. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, well, there, there we, we go. go. <sighs> That's Michael. That's straight. <laughs> That's Sid. And we'll see you on the next podcast. All right. Bye. Bye. I completely forgot the timing of it. <laughs> 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 oh, here it is. Yeah, that, that. The closer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Booyah. See you next time. <laughs>